As we enter this new post-COVID world of a hybrid work between virtual and in-person, a lot of our old habits are really not going to keep working. We have a lot of stuff that we need to figure out. How to have meetings, how to show up, cameras on, cameras off. There's a lot we know about the science of human behavior, of perception, that we can apply to figure out what the new normal should look like. So you'll see these articles that say, well, it's important to have cameras on. Then you see these other set of articles. They talk about Zoom fatigue. Let people keep their cameras off. That's what you should be doing. So well, which is it? The important thing to realize is that you have to do one or the other and not a bit of both. A bit of both is terrible. When some people are on and some people are off, that's gonna create a very, very uncomfortable dynamic. The people whose cameras are on feel more vulnerable, right? You can see me. You can see how I'm reacting, but I don't know how anybody else is reacting because their cameras are off. The people whose cameras are off are also less likely to be sort of the focus of conversation. They have to fight to get in. What you have to do is really decide when will we decide cameras will be on and when will we decide cameras will be off. Anything kind of delicate, we have to talk about something that's a little sensitive, should be a cameras on meeting. When you are giving feedback, particularly sort of constructive feedback, or you have to share some bad news, that is a time to put cameras on. A remarkable amount of our ability to understand each other comes through our ability to interpret uh, facial cues, particularly around emotions. It's actually why emojis exist, right? They are filling the gap that in communication that doesn't have faces in it. But faces are the best thing. Celebratory meetings, that's one of the hardest ones. If the purpose of the meeting is to sort of celebrate something and everyone's gonna be laughing and talking and clapping and that sort of thing, if, if some people have to be virtual, then everyone has to be virtual. Meaning if you're in the office, go to your desk and participate in that meeting actually from your computer, because those are the worst meetings for virtual participants. You can't hear anything, people are making jokes, they're all talking at the same time. It's impossible to break into that conversation and it's better to have everyone be virtual in a celebration if you can't have everyone be in person. It's about, well, okay, when do we need to have it on? We, we want this to be a bonding experience. The purpose of this meeting is to strengthen sort of team connection, cameras on. Everything else, like this is just a check-in, this is just logistics, this is just, you know, we have to share some information back and forth, cameras off. Right? Give people a break. It's important to also let people know what the thing is going to be. So if this is going to be a cameras on meeting, you tell people in the invite, this is a cameras on meeting. Right? So everyone's on that level playing field. Let's face it, what we're doing now really isn't working, right? When we kind of play it by ear, we let people make these decisions for themselves. The temptation to be cameras off is is enormous. Right? It's that same temptation to not put on actual pants, like to just like stay in your pajama pants. The reality is it isn't necessarily what's best for you. Your self-image is actually starting to shift a bit and not in a good direction. There's actually a lot of research that shows that bothering to get dressed, bothering to, to groom yourself, right? that has an enormous impact on how we see ourselves. Because at some point during the day, you are gonna look in a mirror, right? If you just go in the bathroom to wash your hands or brush your teeth, you're gonna see what you look like, it impacts us in ways that we often don't realize that are often sort of implicit. Making yourself like how you look in the mirror 
is something that is actually self-esteem boosting and is actually good for your well-being. There's real danger in, in that, I think, as we go back to an in-person world that we're just gonna pick up our in-person world habits, not thinking about how that's gonna impact our virtual colleagues, inadvertently creating sort of a tier status where the people who are there in person are like the first tier and everybody else is the second tier. So one very simple practice, whenever it's time for people to comment, to ask questions, to provide input, you make it a practice of going to the virtual people first. It's one bias will counteract another, right? So the bias you have with, with virtual participant, uh, participants is called like distance bias, right? We tend to value things more that are closer to us. So already they're kind of at a disadvantage, but what you then give them is primacy effects. They get to speak first, right? So they're the first thing that is heard. They set the direction the conversation goes in. So in a way, you kind of compensate for one bias that you can't do anything about, which is that distance bias, by introducing a bias in their favor. So simple things like thinking about what is visible to the virtual people in the room. I've sat in meetings where there's a camera in the room, right, that's capturing that, that you know, that the telecon, the conference, uh, the people who are at the table and people will have their back to the camera because they're just used to focusing on each other. They, and so, so training ourselves to think of that camera as another person, right? That you would never turn your back on. We basically can't use whiteboards anymore. Not, not physical ones. A lot of uh, conferencing technology now has virtual whiteboards, which are great. Even simple things like working lunches, right? If the, if the company is paying for everybody who's in office to have a working lunch, you have to make accommodations for the virtual participants. You actually have to make sure they can order something too. We really have to get into that mindset of if this is something that cannot work for everyone on this call, then we can't have it. It's like your grandmother used to say, if you don't have enough gum for everyone, then you can't have it. <laughs>